everyone and welcome to 99's podcast. I'm your host Duncan Terry and today I'm joined by a regular guest, Adam Barton and Brian Dickey. You right, fellas? Yep, all good Duncan. It's um, good to be back. It's great to have football back. How good was Sunday? The whole, just the whole NFL Sunday, just love it. Sitting on the sofa for anything, you know, four to ten hours. Um, doing your fantasy, the whole thing. Yep, it's good to be back and it's great to be talking with you guys as always. Definitely good to be back. I uh, need to work on my stamina through red zone, I think. But but apart from that, but sad, sad to see that some seasons have already been completely and utterly ruined. But uh, we'll work uh, we'll on that, I'm sure. Yeah, I know where you had a good week, Brian, Cowboys fan. <laughs> but mm-hmm. we will get on to that. Um, this week, we're just going to tackle the week's hot topics by taking a look at the biggest games of week two. Uh, conveniently, they uh, they've arranged themselves for us that uh, the hot topics suit the big games. And there's a lot of AFC East, but we'll 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 start there with the Jets at the Cowboys. Um, I'll start with yourself, Brian. I mean, obviously they've lost Rodgers. You know, we'll mention that a little bit, but I think the main question for me is, can the Jets still compete uh, with, with uh, I guess, Zach Wilson at quarterback? Um Got a good running game, a strong defence, and they just beat the Bills. So probably, what do you reckon? I think they can compete. I don't know if they'll they'll be uh, any good. They certainly won't be. Won't be. I don't think as well. Obviously, they won't be as good had Aaron Rodgers still be playing, um, which is a, a a bit of a bummer for them. I think it's, you know for the whole league, it's it's not great when one of the best players, well, when anyone gets injured, but certainly one of the best players. Um, in the league gets injured and all, all the hype and excitement going into their season. Um, even though they won week one against the Bills, seems seems to have, have disappeared. But yeah, they, they did show in that game that they've got, like I say, a hell of a defence. Uh, the running game looked great. Um, but yeah, the, the, the big question mark is that Wilson, everything you've seen, even what we saw on Monday night. So it's, it's just not a, the best quarterback, is he? Um, you know, yeah, he's got to learn Aaron Rodgers a bit and, that may well help him, but um, yeah, I, th- I think they're going to be difficult. Whether they'll look, look elsewhere, I imagine they'll, they'll give him a couple of games. Um, but yeah, I think he'll have a bit of a challenge this week. But yeah, for the Jets season, I don't think it's totally in the bin, um, but it's um, it's not too far off, unfortunately. I think they rode the momentum on on Monday night for sure, or, or emotion certainly, and. They really needed just an easy game, as much as a, a, any game could be easy with uh, with Zach Wilson under centre rather than Aaron Rodgers. But to then they, if they'd have had uh, the, the worst team in the league to play against, got to two and zero, then you, you're ahead of head of the eight ball sort of thing. Keep keep that momentum going. The what, last thing they needed to do was go into Dallas in week two, and I, I agree with Brian. I think they can give anyone a game because they've got a very very talented roster, but. I'm not sure that the the 50-50 calls I, I, I think they're going to miss out on. But it's also worth noting that the, the reason that Aaron Rodgers got in is that the offensive line looks a bit of a weakness. So that's that could have been the, the, the sting in the tail, whatever. But yeah, it's just a, a, a real shame. And I, I genuinely thought it was a, a commentator mistake when they said Wilson because I was just watching the, uh, um, the YouTube highlights so they didn't cover the injury at all. Uh, and it was just... It was just like, wait, what? And then you realise, oh God! And it's suddenly all that anyone's talking about, um, and one of the most hyped games in and, and most watched games in NFL history, or it's certainly in Monday Night Football history, and it was a damp squib, but turned into a great game in the end. Yeah, I mean, for me, I think they'll do just enough to be 
competitive and get to eight and nine, nine and eight. Maybe they nick that seventh seed, but they're in a strong division in a Even strong conference. The they do. They really, really do. Uh, and they'll do just enough to not be able to replace their quarterback with one of the top quarterbacks in the draft <laughs> next year. Uh, I'm sure you'll talk about that, Brian, on your uh, on, on the other podcast, uh, our brother brother sister podcast, <laughs> Draft Talk. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they're just good enough to to do all right now. The, the, I mean, for me, I think there's parallels to my own team's sort of 2012 team where Russell Wilson was a rookie. They had Marshall and Lynch and a really strong defense. You know, if they can play like that, they'll be competitive. But I think that's as far as they'll take it. Um, it might be a really disappointing factor is that we're going to hear a lot more from Rogers on podcasts and you know, talking nonsense like he has been all off season and that might just get so tedious <laughs> but moving on from there they're playing against the Cowboys Brian what a night that was yeah it was, it was pretty special um I mean it's, it's strange I'm, I'm always if I'm watching Sunday Night Football I'll, I'll commit I'll probably try to have a bit of a nap beforehand get myself sorted but yeah it got halfway through the third quarter and I'm like oh, I should probably go to bed here <laughs> um, nothing much is happening, but um, I didn't. I stayed up, and um, I'm still not sure why. It's great. I was a, a Cowboys fan to see us win 40 to zero, but it was. Um, I, you know, just everything seemed to go the Cowboys' way, and they, they took advantage of those situations. Um, it's a bit concerning going in. Not no one had played preseason, so this was almost like a bonus preseason game in a way, and it, it worked out perfectly. But yeah, you saw how sort of explosive the defense can be. Um, I think this year would really be a sort of defensive-led team for the first time in a while. Um, and yeah, I think offensively, running game looked okay. Offensive line looked okay. That didn't really have to do much, which is is fine. Like I say, as a sort of um, as a as a warm-up game uh, in the rain. Um, so yeah, I mean, as you couldn't really couldn't really ask for more, other than maybe you know a bit more of a challenge. No offense, Giants, but so like I say, towards the end, it, it was a little bit silly, but. Um, yeah, I don't think the, the Giants are that. They're certainly not. They're not forty points difference in in reality. But um, yeah, things like I say things work the Cowboys' way, and and I think that's that's a good sign if you can take advantage when things do go your way. Um, yeah, and it's a great start. And like you say, I'm sort of looking forward to playing Aaron Rodgers and the Jets on Sunday, but that's not happening. So there's a chance, touch wood, for me that they could, you know put another W on uh, another New York team this Sunday. I mean, I've, I've written off the Cowboys every year since <laughs> Jessica Simpson, since Terrell Owens was blaming Jessica Simpson <laughs> for a play playoffs exit. Um, I, th- I think roughly about 2006, they've been, mm. ex- you know, hyped in preseason as one of the best teams of the league and tens tended to be there, thereabouts, but ultimately disappoint. Uh, I don't know if that's hugely unfair. They've had some good teams and some great players over the years, but you know, for a team that's you know one of the biggest teams in any sport, they've not won anything for a little while. Um, and I tend to write them off a little bit. Um, I mean, Adam, do you, do you am I being really unfair? I think I'm, it's going to be the same point for uh, for another team that we're going to talk about later. But for the Cowboys, they've 
they've had the star power before they've had the big performances it's it's doing it week in week out that they really need to back up especially in in the same division as the eagles that like, it's going to be critical for them not to be the wild card uh, or admittedly or the number one seed ideally but avoiding going on the road throughout the playoffs it's going it's going to be really important for the cowboys they have to back it up I I back their chances to do that against the Jets with with Zach Wilson rather than uh, rather than Aaron Rodgers, um, and clearly they are a talented team. But it's it's getting it's making sure that they get to that twelve thirteen win mark and then doing it in the playoffs. Let's, let's see them beat. I, I know the Giants were a playoff team last year, but they they're they're still um, at the start of their re- rebuild. Let's see them uh, beat a big team and as I said, go on a, on a good winning run because. It's. I think there's only two teams that have, haven't got to the conference championship game in the time that any uh, um, that the Cowboys have. Everyone else has been to the conference championship since about '95 or so when when the yeah. the Cowboys last went in the yeah. NFC. So it's it, it's time for them to, to get on with it and, and prove themselves. So let's uh, let's see how they're doing at the end of the season. Absolutely, it's definitely their turn. Um, I Brian, I, I I see a lot of coverage about Dak Prescott. And people are not totally believing in him. I think he's a good player. What, what am I missing? Or are, are others being, you know, too harsh? I agree. I think he's a good player. I think he's a on his days a potentially top five quarterback. I don't think he's a you know he's not a Patrick Mahomes, um, you know Tom Brady in his prime. You know I don't think he's you know going to be a, probably not going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback or anything like that. But I think he's he's a far above average quarterback. Um, yeah, he had a couple of interceptions last year. Some of them weren't his fault. Um, but and he's had a couple of injuries. Obviously, the big injury uh, three or four years ago, and he's had a couple of niggles since then. So if he can have a full season, um, I think that'll be great. And I also, like I said, it'll help him if this is a you know defense first team. Take a bit of pressure off him. Take a bit of pressure off the whole offense. Um, you know, doesn't have to you know doesn't have to do as much. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's a good quarterback. I think it's the, the nature of the beast of the Dallas Cowboys and being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, you are rightly or wrongly the, the most talked about quarterback in the league, whether whether you're good or not, whether you're playing or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, and I think that's part of the reason maybe why he gets, you know, knocked on so much. But yeah, I think, I think he's a good quarterback. I'm, I'm more than happy. There aren't enough good quarterbacks out there. I certainly yeah. won't be... Um, you know, they brought in Trey Lance, but I think that's a bit of a, you know, project on the side that, you know, could potentially, you know, I think since he comes in, plays a few good games, you trade him off. I don't think he's the future. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy. I'm, you know, I'm very aware how lucky are the Cowboys have been to have Tony Romo and then to fall into Dak Prescott. You know, we haven't drafted a uh, early round quarterback since Troy Aikman. Um, for those who don't know, that was early in the 90s. It worked out okay. Um, so yeah, they haven't really spent much draft capital, and it's worked out pretty well for them. So yeah, I'm I'm more than happy Dak Prescott. Um, like I say, a bit of a warm up game for him. Um, let's see how he does against Jets. That's that's not a tough assignment on Sunday. The question yeah. is lineage. How uh, how good a commentator is he going to be in a few years' time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, decent player that Aikman. Um, mm. I was lucky enough to be at side side story. I was lucky enough to be at UCLA in the uh, the Rose Bowl see him inducted into UCLA's Hall of Fame nice. um, that was very cool mm. um, decent player if he can be half as good as uh, Troy Aitman uh, they're mm. in for a good season Jets versus Cowboys uh, looking out for that one next up two very highly paid quarterbacks uh, and Adam we'll start with with yours <laughs> <laughs> 
Jackson, uh, how's he doing? How did he do last week? How did the team do? What what do you you know? What do you think? How did you feel? Uh, I mean, they they did enough. Ultimately, it was a it was definitely a sloppy game. There were some fumbles that didn't need to be, and this is across the team. But Lamar Jackson was was at the the front of it. Um, the, it was only the Texans who obviously are at the very start of a, a new rebuild. Um, so you, it's it's hard to judge exactly how how good they'll be. Some some teams hit the blocks really quick. Some teams it takes a a good couple of years. Um, there's definitely room for improvement, and as long as Lamar Jackson's healthy, then the Ravens have a chance. That's the the most important thing. So keeping him keeping him healthy is is the most important thing. And two fifths of his offensive line are injured and probably not going to play this week, which definitely is not ideal. They they were very much struggling with. Uh, with who to play at the end of the the game last week with um, a guy from the practice squad on, on start well not starting but playing meaningful snaps at the end of the game with uh, Ronnie Stanley and, and Tyler Linderbaum down um, they, they yeah it was the, definitely a, few, a good few losses in the uh, in the Texans game between J.K. Dobbins uh, Linderbaum and, and Stanley and also Marcus Williams but I think the one they can probably do without is J.K. Dobbins it's uh, as good a player as he is, they 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 can manufacture a good running game, or at least they they could. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how Todd Monken can do it. But uh, there's quite a horrifying stat over the, uh, I believe it's three or four years, or three or so years that um that J.K. Dobbins has been in the league, and with between Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Dobbins, and Ronnie Stanley, they have never played on the field together. That there's really? always always been one of them injured at at one point or another. So there's a uh, it's and and probably will, will never happen um, because obviously Dobby is out for the year uh, and he's uh, he, his contract's up at the end of the year. So I, I don't think they'll keep him unless uh, unless they can get him on the cheap after this. Um, if, if he's um, if he's back to to full fitness, that of course. Um, but yeah, it was it was a game to build on. It was they did what they needed to do. Um, they really could have done without uh, the Bengals week two, especially with Marlon Humphrey being. Um, with the uh, with with no real cornerback depth behind him, so it's I, I, I get a bad feeling about this. But then again, the Bengals weren't up for much up too much last weekend either. Absolutely, um, and we'll come to that shortly. But just quickly, uh, Scotland's David Ajabo uh, is he back in the team after his injury? Yeah, he's he's getting back to there. But the the, the Ravens really need one of Ajabo or away to uh, to step up and be a, a lead pass rusher there. They've both been bit part players. Obviously, Ajabo, he only had a, a part season last year as, as a rookie because he got injured in the draft process. Um, but he's uh, he had a bit of an injury over uh, over the off season. Um, so they need one of them to to step up and, and take the lead for the for the front seven, really, not the the veteran pass rushers that they've been relying on over the past couple of years. And it's a sorry story of injuries over in Baltimore. Um, but Brian, uh, Joe Burrow got benched, having thrown for 82 yards uh, in a stinker. Um, he's been paid now. He doesn't care. Is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's almost like he didn't get paid and he was on strike, wasn't he? He was like, oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing this. Um, but no, I think he's come off a bit of an injury, hasn't he? And he, he's, he's shown in previous years he's had similar sort of disruptive off-seasons. Uh, for injury and come back and, and been pretty good towards the end of the year. So I'm not too concerned there um, for the Bengals. But yeah, it was, it was yeah, um, really poor, really poor from yeah. the whole team. But yeah, Joe Burrow, like you say, he's just uh, the high, well, highest played player in the league. Um, wasn't wasn't a great showing, was it? Um, you know, I don't know. I was the highest played person at my work and had a 
you know, a week like that. And, <laughs> well, we'll never know. But yeah, it wasn't great. But like you say, things change so quickly. As, as good and exciting and, you know, as, as so many surprises in week one. It was only week one. There's a lot of time to change, whether it'll be, you know, this this weekend coming up or further on. I, I think the Bengals will be, will be in good shape. Um, if you're going to lose, I think week one's probably the best time to lose. So it's um yeah I think the I think the Bengals will be okay uh, a tough tough game against the Ravens you know um them AFC uh, they're always tough games in that division so we'll we'll see how they get on but yeah I think they'll be okay hopefully for Adam's sake they'll they'll leave it to week three <laughs> it was a uh, division against uh, uh, it was yeah that was well, that's how well, tough them games are that's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the Browns have had their number over the past few, uh, over the past year or so. Plus, uh, Burrow being out uh, through a lot of the preseason through injury. Plus, it was horrendous weather, so I, I wouldn't read a lot into it. And I'm, I, I think they'll get back on the horse quite quickly on Sunday uh, at six o'clock. To be honest. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. I don't think we'll read too much into the Bengals. They've got a tough division though, uh, just like we're saying with the Jets. Um, but Burrow is. A quality player and players, you know, chatting to players like Chase as well. I don't think he'll have too much trouble. Um, but now is the time with that contract out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, they won't be able to keep such a great squad together for so long. It's it's it's, it's not now or never. It never is like yeah, it never is that way. We see with Mahomes, you know, he's been paid half a billion or whatever it is, and they're still competitive. But uh, it's yeah, they've got to they've got to show something this week. I think I think it's important. Um, and what a time to do it against uh, the, the sick notes uh, from Baltimore. <laughs> um, moving on then, I think the Bills at the Raiders is a very interesting matchup because their current results have them the wrong way round. Bills are 0 and 1, and the Raiders are 1 and 0, uh, top of the West. Um, Brian, uh, we'll come to you first. Uh, I saw Gronk just talking about Joe Allen and how much he misses Brian Daybol, um, making him just an average quarterback who throws a bunch of interceptions now. Um, we'll talk about me <laughs> people being unfair a lot today, aren't we? But uh, <laughs> that's that's a step too far, surely. Uh, yeah, surely. I mean, I didn't did know he's had nine interceptions in his last six games. Obviously, he had three on uh, Monday night, which, which bumps them figures up a little bit. Um, but still, yeah, that's that's one of them traits that he started his career with, and he seemed to move away from. And now, obviously, very recent history, um, he's, he's thrown three picks in a game. But yeah, I think he's good enough um, to shake out of that. But yeah, the the game on, um, yeah, Monday, just said that uh, against the Jets. I think the Bills had such an opportunity. You know, as, as awful as it sounds when the opposing team's starting quarterback goes down. It's a big opportunity to get a win. I know the the crowd will be into it and all that sort of stuff, and they'll have you know the backs against the wall mentality. But you should be beating a team really in the NFL if their starting quarterback um, gets injured, and they just didn't take advantage of that. And yeah, I was <laughs> sort of um, I was really shocked. I was shocked at the score. I was shocked at obviously Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, when I when I saw the the, the Bills' performance or lack of performance, um. Especially in the second half, you're sort of thinking, "What's what's going on?" Um, so I don't think Gronk's totally right, but um, but I certainly think they, they've still got a lot to prove. The Bills, they're in this sort of, you know, AFC fight with the Chiefs and the Bengals. 
you all lost. Um, so maybe maybe it's not as clear cut as we think. Um, and yeah, maybe they're playing a Raiders team who, who no one's giving loads of hype to. So maybe it is an opportunity. It's one of them bounce back weeks, or it could be a, another slip up, or maybe it's just you know what they're just not that good this year. Um, but yeah, I think there's quite a bit of pressure on them this week. Um, like I say, it's only week one, plenty of time to turn it round. But if you're going 0 2, considering the, the teams that you faced, I think there'll be a few more questions out there. They're in in a bit of danger of becoming the, the sort of younger brother of that that power three at the top of the AFC with the, the Bengals and the Chiefs, aren't they? The Bills. So there was a lot of talk over the uh, over the off season as to whether that they, the their window is closing. Not really with any reason. There's, they haven't lost any key players or anything, but just the the obviously the emotion at the end of the last season, just running out of out of steam a bit, understandably, of course. But it's they they really need a, a prove it performance, which should have been against the Jets, and and it's one of those where they probably could have put, or would have performed a lot better if Aaron Rodgers was was there not playing, and, and obviously you've got to play your A game. But then they they took the lead. They had a, a decent lead against the Jets. They they got the crowd out of it, who were absolutely pumping at the start of the game, and and then they let the crowd get back into it. And I think that that played a big part in in the result ultimately. But the, there's in, in terms of the, the wider AFC picture, the the sort of wild card teams from last year, the the, um, the likes of the the Ravens, the Jets, if they can, um, if if Zach Wilson is is good enough, the, the Raiders, the Dolphins, they're going to look at the uh, at the the big three losing week one, and I, I do fully anticipate them to to come and take the 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 division titles between them, but or, or their respective division titles, but there's suddenly an opportunity to to get out in front of them, especially if if, if the Ravens can beat the Bengals as an example, and, and you can get a, a, a two or three game lead on them at, if at all possible. So there's there's definitely an opportunity. The Raiders are another one in that pack that um, will look to to create a bit of space to to one of the bigger teams, and then you're you're really hoping to to get ahead of them in the and uh, stay ahead of them in the standings. Absolutely right. It's a hugely competitive AFC. Uh, I'd add the Jags in there as well to someone you mentioned. They're no mm-hmm. slouches, not anymore. And they're going to be looking at these teams, like you say, and thinking, hello, I can do something here this year. Uh, but I do feel for the Bills. You mentioned their uh, Super Bowl record in the 90s last week. Uh, and you, you just, you, you want them to do something. And now is the time. Uh, we mentioned now is the time for the Bengals. It really is for the Bills. Um, if you're not going to do it now, then then when? Um, but the Raiders, they look spunky. <laughs> Here's a word. Um, you know, the character Josh Jacobs carrying that offense and players like Max Crosby on defense, they're all right. Uh, and they're top of an, another competitive division. Um, like you say, week one. But um, is it sustainable, do you think, Adam? It was um, a notable thing last year when you looked that they've arguably got well, let's say the second best running back in the league last year because Derek Henry was uh, was although he was injured at the end of the year they've, they've arguably got the one of the best pass rushers in Max Crosby and arguably got one of the best receivers in Devontae Adams and yet they're they, well they they weren't really in the playoff race at all even even for a wild card last year so you forget now, about them so easy can't you yeah and now it's a case of stringing it all together getting the the elements in terms of the the, the depth of the roster to to match up to that the they I mean the I really don't see them competing with the Chiefs. And uh, in my example before, they're they're sort of only com- they're in a separate race to the Bills just because they're probably going to be a wild card team compared to a, a division winner. But the 
they really need to prove it now. Uh, there's been enough years of, of poor Raiders performances, um, and they're they're more than capable with the, with the talent they have on that roster to compete uh, for for the the fifth, sixth, or seventh seed. But as I said, I, I don't see them uh, over, uh, superseding the, the Chiefs in the in the West. Let's make a let's make a pick. I mean, Brian, who's going to win it? You know, Bills away to Raiders. Uh, I've got to go with Bills, I think. Um, yeah. I like the Raiders. Me, my brother, a big Raiders fan. Bit of a soft spot for them. But um, yeah, I just see the Bills sort of coming good. And look, the Raiders played well at the weekend. Um, you know, Jimmy G was very Jimmy G-like. Um, although he did give the ball away once. Um, didn't really get Josh Jacobs going. Um, but he's not really trained, has he? Because he's been holding out. So maybe, he, you know, he can pick up and kick on and... Um, but yeah, I just think, like you say, I think they've got a couple of stars, and then other than that, they've they've got not so much around them stars. So if I'm picking, I'm, I'm picking the Bills. Um, I think the Raiders will give them a good game, and like you say, it could be it could be a really big upset if the Raiders were to beat them. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely picking the Bills. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go for the Raiders. Uh, I think home advantage, uh, and I think their stars will shine on a Bills team that took a shot shock. So Adam, split the difference for us. I mean, let's not forget that the the Broncos were one of the worst teams in the league last year who played in week one. So I, I think they will be improved this year, but it, it's not to say that they've they've beaten a big team to be one and zero or a team that we would trust. Um, the only thing that makes me think Raiders could could pull this off is the fact that it is it's in I know they said Oakland then it's in Vegas. Um, so it's uh, I'm I'm tempted to go that way just with with form and and momentum between the two teams, but I think the Bills are gonna gonna pull it out, especially as you, you tend to travel a bit better west than you do um, west to east. Um, so I think with with the, as uh, as Brian said, there's a lot of pressure on the Bills. They they just need to get the win. It can be a by a point. It doesn't matter. They need to get that win this week. I still say Oakland. We should have sweeping permission on this podcast to always <laughs> say Oakland Raiders. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, last up, uh, I think a huge talking point uh, is Dolphins at the Patriots. Um, I don't know who to pick, so I'm going to go first. Um, <laughs> my question was, are the Dolphins legit Super Bowl contenders this season? I think they are. Um, I was watching uh, an awful Seahawks game. Um, it was so boring. Uh, no matter who you're a fan of, it was rubbish uh, i switched over to the the chargers dolphins and what a game that was um they with Tua playing well they are a fun fun team to watch and on defense i just really enjoy their players uh that's what i want to see in a football team it's, it's a team i enjoy watching christian wilkins uh, he's playing hard for new money for, for money um and they've got a lot of stars around him as well i think there's a enough players on that team to make a run this year um and if there's something happening at the chiefs you know big if but i I think the dolphins could be there at the end um brian uh what do you think Uh, i do like the dolphins not as much as you um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think they're good and yeah you sort of seen the if if they can get to a play in and hopefully he stays healthy um the way you know Mike McDonough draws things up is perfect for the weapons they've got and how they do it. Uh, the, obviously, the big question with the Dolphins, and I think that's still about from last season, is obviously the defense. We saw they could see, still concede a lot of points um, against the Chargers, um, and yeah, you're playing the Patriots, and you sort of think 
maybe there's not that magic there that used to be, but you still think Belichick off something up his sleeve to at least slow them down. Um, but yeah, I do like the Dolphins. Um, I think it's we've mentioned the Bills as well, and the Jets are maybe out of the race in that division. If the Dolphins can beat the Patriots and maybe the Raiders do beat the Bills, then you've got to be uh, backing the Dolphins to take the um, East. Yeah, the AFC East, yeah. Forgot my geography. Um, but yeah, I, I need to see a little bit more from the Dolphins just because on that, that the defensive side, they did little to sort of make me think, hmm, they can stop teams. But then again, if you can fly around the field like they did, maybe you don't need to. For me, this is the team that I, I foreshadowed earlier. I think the Dolphins, the ceiling of the Dolphins is, is good enough to compete with anyone in the AFC um, and, and uh, to go to the ball potentially. But I, they need to back it up. They need to beat a big team, one of the big three or, or a big NFC team for us to, to really take them seriously. I I thought this was going to be where the Dolphins were at last year, especially after uh, the, the Ravens saw it up close and personal, uh, losing a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter, um, and, and it fizzled out. And that's that's exactly what I'm saying. It will be interesting to see if, if they can if they can back it up, go on a big run and, and challenge in the AFC East. I'd, I'd definitely back the... Uh, I think that, as I said, that the Bills are a more fallible division champion than than the Chiefs are um, from a Raiders perspective, um, especially in what's a co- quite a competitive division, competitive division. And don't forget that the Jets are going to win a few games this year. That their, their team is good enough around Zach Wilson, so they're they're all going to take wins off each other and potentially take wins off the Bills. As as Brian said, there's there's two key things: is keeping two are healthy. That's that's the key thing because there were some really questionable quarterback play um, last year for for in, in Miami, um, and they really they needed some very questionable plays from the Chargers last last weekend to win it. Um, at, certainly at the end of the half, they they were gifted three points and they end up winning by uh, by less than three. So it's uh, the, the there's a, ultimately winning on the road in uh, especially going out west. That's that's a good win, but they they, they had more than a helping hand. Um, so we'll see if they can if, if they can sustain it over the course of the season. Classic yeah. Chargers behaviour, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Some things never change. And you're, you're both absolutely right. I mean, Tua got hit all over the place last season and it really took its toll. Um, over 17 games, you know, we'll see what he can do. But uh, I, they're a fun team right now. Um, going up against the Patriots, uh, for me, who appear to that appear to be they are one of their biggest competitors i remember a few years ago uh while the patriots were on their up years the dolphins seem to have their number uh on quite a number of occasions uh right down to the the last play of the game where they're tossing it to each other rugby style just to get that last touchdown and and get that win was it week 16 or 17 uh i can't remember it was last week's season um so it's be a hugely competitive match because it's a big rivalry game but I worry about the Patriots uh we often wonder when Bill Bill Belichick might move on I don't think he's that interested in moving on but Brian do you think he still has it in him I'm probably being too again unfair on him he's a legendary coach but can he make the Patriots great again I don't know if great is it's tough because I mean, what an act to follow. It's his own act, but he, you know, he did pretty well, didn't he, him, him and Tom Brady? Um, and a lot of that was down to him and the circumstances and obviously, you know, Tom Brady as well. So um, I don't think he's going to do that again. Um, but whether the Patriots can be a good team, they showed signs on Sunday. Um, 
had they not, you know, gave up 16 points straight away, they'd, they'd, have, they'd have had a good chance. And, the, you know, the Eagles kept giving them chances towards the end of the game and they just, they just couldn't take it. So, uh, I think they'll be more competitive this year. Um, as we've touched upon, they're in, they're in quite a different, difficult division, difficult conference. Um, but, yeah, I don't think they'll be... They'll, they'll, I think they'll maybe compete for the 6th or 7th seed. Um, I, I don't see them winning that division. Um, but, yeah, can he make them great again? Mm, don't think so. Not as great as they were. I think he's he's pushing for one, maybe two more playoff pushes. And, and mm. if they get into the playoffs, Belichick's going to go all in on on just getting that one last crown and getting one without Brady. The the problem I think the Patriots have more than anything is they're they're too good to be to to restart sort of thing. They they need to have that early early first round pick, uh, assuming it's the right draft to get a quarterback or a real uh, difference maker, um, a sack leader that sort of thing. But I'm, I think they're they're just going to be stuck in that sort of mid range of the NFL for over the next ten years, which I think is is fair to say is the foreseeable. Uh, or the the remaining tenure of, of Belichick, um, just in terms of how old he is, rather than anything. Um, but the, the, there have been a few cracks with the relationship with uh, with Robert Kraft over the summer. A few comments that definitely wouldn't have been made a few years ago. Um, I think he's good enough. So if he has the the roster to compete, he's going to he's going to get the best out of them. But I can't see them being great again just by uh, what the, the sum of the parts are ultimately. Absolutely. You, you end up drafting 16th every year, 16th, 18th, something like that. You're not going to find those stars, are you? Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Brian... Mac uh, Jones. <laughs> well, I was, this is exactly what I was going to say. I mean, you described Mac Jones as a cheese sandwich in the draft process a few years ago. Um, <laughs> it does, do, do they even know who their best quarterback is? Bailey's app looked uh, good on his uh, you know, short appearances last season. Is, is he... The, is he do, do they know? Do you know? Is, is he is he number one really? I think they like Mike Jones, don't they? Um, I think you know, doesn't take much to see. He's not a, you know, he's not he's not a I don't know top fifteen quarterback, is he? Um, but I think the the Patriots philosophy is, look, we can make do with guys who aren't superstars. We can get performances out of you know bit players, and and you know that's that's what they've done for years. Now it's tough at the quarterback position. It's the most important position. Um, you know, you can't hide him in a backfield somewhere. He's he's there all the time. Um, I think, yeah, I think Mac Jones is okay. Um, like you say, you know, if if they could, you know, fall on someone in the draft later on, or I don't know, pick someone, develop someone. I'm not too sure. Um, you know, as we all know, Tom Brady was a fourth round pick. All these teams passed on him. Blah blah blah. Um, yeah, I don't know if Mac Jones. Mac Jones certainly is as good as Tom Brady. Is he good enough to get them to the playoffs potentially? And like, I think Adam made a really good point. If if they're, they're a team you would not want to play in the playoffs, just because how you know good Belichick is in the playoffs and the way his mind works and the, the things that he can make your team do that you don't want to do. Um, so I, if they got to the playoffs, I I certainly won't want to play them. But yeah, in terms of that. They're not one of the most talented rosters in the league. Um, they're in a tough division. Yeah, don't don't see them. If they make it, they'll, they might challenge. But yeah, certainly they're not going to be. Uh, I doubt they'll be fighting off a first seed. I think we need to address uh, the man as with his full title of the future New York Jets quarterback, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he own parts of the Raiders? So I don't. I don't think he could. 
I'm sure there's. But yeah, I'm pretty sure the paperwork to to do that. I I don't. I think the Patriots issue, especially having had his uh, induct, them saying he's going to go into the the Patriots Hall of Fame, is is the bigger issue with it being the Jets of all teams. But uh, other than that, I I reckon he might have been tempted to to play with that team. Sorry, certainly with that collective um, roster, regardless of the the badge on the on the on the shirt. Rogers and Brady on the same team. That's. uh... Oh, that makes you feel sick. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's give it a few uh, weeks, see how the offensive line does, because you don't want to be playing playing behind there if uh, <laughs> if it stays as it does. Yes, yeah, it, it's obviously difficult to seems uh, lucking into the likes of Brady and and Dak Prescott uh and, and even brock purdy uh late yeah. late on. Um, and if you do, you know, you've really got a tremendous opportunity ahead of you. But like we say, four amazing games this this week with uh, repercussions that will echo for the next uh, good half season, I think. Um, just so before is, we go, sorry, go uh, I was going to say, just before we go, I, I know you, you both have big life changes coming up over the next four to six weeks. So just wanted to say a massive good luck. And obviously we're all, uh, all with you looking for, forward to all the pictures. Um, but yeah, uh, really good luck. And uh, we're all with you. Awesome. Thank you, Adam. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sure you will enjoy holding down the forts uh, while we're gone. You're the real star of the show anyway. <laughs> Where's that record button? <laughs> <laughs> but that is it for today's show. Um, let us know uh, of your big matches, your uh, which ones you're looking forward to, or comment on any of the atrocious comments we've made. Like I say, I've been tremendously unfair. Um, you can tweet us at 99yards. Thanks for listening.